uh, Pat Troy Aikman's trying to grow a beard, and he just can't do it. I mean, you know, the blonde-haired guys, a lot of them have trouble, but I can't even, I'm looking as close as I can, and I can't see any beard, but he's been, that's a four-day beard, isn't well, it? It's a passive attempt. It's very, very <laughs> passive. Here's Terry Allen. Out to about the 20. There it is. See, now here it is, but see, I mean, I mean, he got a little in here and a little up there. Here, but he doesn't have anything here at all. Watch, when you take it off, he doesn't have anything going up in there. Well, you got to give him time. He just had his 29th birthday. I know, but I don't think he's doing a very good... I quit. I mean, you know, I mean, like like if you've been working out for, for like four days and that's all you get and the going gets tough, if it's that tough, just quit. <laughs> well, you can't just quit. Yes, you can. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's the old saying. When the going gets tough, quit. <laughs> Never lose. And that's the coach is saying it either. Incomplete from Schuler to Allen. On Thanksgiving, I just wonder where those turkeys are going to be for Thanksgiving. I have a feeling, I know. Kevin Barlow. Well, John, for years at CBS and Fox, it became a tradition, the turkey leg and all of that. And, and you brought to the, the uh, knowledge of America... The turducken, and so our friends at the Four Seasons cooked you a turducken. Oh, there it is. That is. I think it's a turducken. It is a turducken, but I got to show you how to. Oh, oh, I, I, I can't say. I need fresh turducken. I'm going to have crazy turducken. But anyway, anyway, here's how you slice it. See, a lot of people don't know. You have to slice it down the middle. See, and then you slice it across this way, because what it is, it's a, it's a deboned chicken stuffed in a deboned duck stuffed in a deboned turkey with dressing between the chicken and the duck and the duck and the turkey so as you cut down that way you go turkey dressing duck dressing chicken you know one of the great things about your coming over here is i'm able to ask you all of these questions because for a lot of years i thought a turducken was some sort of a you know a foul crossbreed but it's not. Well, it's just I mean, three different I mean, things. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it's, it's really five different things. It's a, it's a chicken, a duck, a turkey, and two kinds of dressing. And are you going to have one on, on your Thanksgiving table? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have one. I have to bring it though. But you know, you know, you know because it. Oh, here's here a picture. Here's, here's, here's a picture of one. Turducken. Yeah. Picture. Right That's the, that is one. it. And you see, you cut it like right down here. <laughs> see, and then this is what it looks like inside. <laughs> So you got turkey and duck, and then dressing, and then chicken. Oh, and then then you just have to do it that way. If any of that makes sense. Uh, rest in peace, John Madden, uh, legend, legend, legend for all NFL football fans, Hall of Famer, uh, video game lovers. I mean that guy. Uh, you say that name. You know, it's it's like the name Spanky. You say the name, people know who it is. It's uh, it's 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 a big deal. And and but wow, if you missed that documentary that aired on on Fox or ESPN, I can't remember where I watched it, but man, it was excellent. And uh, just a tough 2021 Spank. You know, losing losing a lot of big names in our lives. You know. Yeah, and actually, I was kind of unfortunate. I did miss that documentary. I actually, with all the Christmas Day uh, festivities going on, and I knew that that was on, and it got to be that evening, and I thought, crud, man, I missed that. But John Madden has a lot of my money over the year, <laughs> buying video games and, and 
resulting in a lot of stress in mine and our lives, I believe. Yeah, I mean, he he's a big part of our lives, and and I, I guarantee there's a lot of people that have stories about you know either listening or watching John Madden growing up. It covers all sorts of generations. You know, uh, our kids. I'm sure you're. Uh, youngest and my, my son have, have played the Madden, you know, football video games. Even if they weren't listening to him uh, do games live on TV, they still got to hear his voice on those games. And and it's just one of those voices, you know, uh, like 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 Jack Buck, you know, that that documentary. Which by the way, it's re-airing this week, Spank. So I'm sure you can still catch it, bud. Um, you know, Jack Buck, uh, and and, and John Madden, uh, Pat Summerall, obviously, they're just Al Michaels. There's just a lot of voices that, when you hear, to me, they really stand out, and you really remember them, and you and you just, you know, you're, you're thrown back. I'm, I'm always thrown back to your room, sitting on the floor, or actually sitting on the edge of the bed with a fan blasting in my face. Back in what was that, 1997, 98, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Brent Musburger's in that bunch too. That you yep. named Brent yep. Musburger's a big one too. You're absolutely yeah, right. The, the fan in the face was part of my strategy. Um, that way, just to kind of get you know get stuff in your eyes, so I could pull off the you know play that yeah. everybody runs. Just throw it deep and we dude we it. we would literally play Madden. You would you would skip out on work. You were the only one that really had a good paying job, and you would skip out on work. You'd call me up. I think I was working at the mall at the time. He's like, "Hey, you want to play some Madden?" I'm like, "Yeah, I want to play some Madden." And uh, we'd order some emos, uh, roast beef sandwich, and sausage pep. And uh, we'd hang out all day at your place and, and playing Madden. I mean, it's just you know, stories like that. A lot of my weight problems. <laughs> but seriously, rest my, in peace. My, my, my work ethic back then wasn't uh, where it was now. So. I got you. I feel you. I feel you. Well, you know, congratulations. That's uh, fantasy football junkies. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Uh, we are here and uh, going to try to help you guys get yourself a victory in uh, playoffs. If you, if you haven't wrapped up your season already, I know Spanky, you're in a league that actually uh, you, you played for your Super Bowl already. Is that right? Yeah, we uh, it's the uh, two divi- two ten team division league that I'm in. I've been in it. My gosh, it, it I, I, it's another one of those that's a twenty year long league, and I honestly don't think that I've ever won it. Uh, I've made it to the finals, but this was the year that uh, I did. I prevailed. I pulled off. So what it was though. Is I had told you a couple episodes ago that we were playing. Well, I misread the uh, rules of it, so I didn't understand that it was a two-week uh, cumulative score of everybody. So I'm getting all high and mighty after week one, and I sent the commissioner. You know, I was that guy for a second, <laughs> and sent the commissioner, "Hey, uh, you know, it looks like uh, I'm the big boy this year." He's like, "No, dude, uh, relax. We got another week." And I'm like, "Wait a second. Then I read the uh, fine print in the email, which I highly recommend to all fantasy football players. So you're not that guy to the commissioner. I ended up prevailing. So what it was was a two week accumulative score of the top four teams, <laughs> two from each ten team division. And uh, yes, thankfully, and I think our buddy uh, Mr. Kalna was smiling down because Dallas's defense is what wow. pushed me over the top wow. and that blocked punt. At the end of that game is what put me in the lead for good. Wow! Uh, and, and won the league. So yeah, that was Great a nice story. little uh, jelly bean payday. So. Great story. Yeah, and you know Spank. Obviously, you know you don't want to be that guy that he was right there. Show me the money. Show me the money before the playoffs are even over. Don't don't be that guy. So 
<laughs> I was for a, I was for a hot second. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, um, so, guys, this is our last actual uh, official Fantasy Football Junkies podcast for uh, 2021 season uh, for this actual regular season. We'll do one podcast. Um, I think we might take a week off, but then do I think that's the way it's going to work because they've got, you know, uh, other regular season games. Week, you know, next week will be week 18, but, you know, playoffs season should be over. If you're still playing fantasy football next week, that's a weird league, and I don't want to be a part of it. Um, but we'll do a fancy football playoff podcast because those are important too, Spanky. I didn't, you know, I never realized there are a lot of different playoff fantasy football leagues that you can get in, man, and they're pretty crazy. I like the one that we're in. You know, I, I like the one. Uh, you know, I was talking to someone the other day that 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 was always in the Calna playoff uh, fantasy football. They liked the way he did that, um, even though he kept track of it in his notebook like an idiot. I don't know why he did that, but. There's there's uh, there's different types of fantasy football playoffs that you can get in, and we'll do one more podcast uh, surrounding that, okay? And uh, maybe we'll just talk about the different uh, leagues that you can get in and the players that you want to focus on, okay? Uh, tonight's Thursday night, or t- I'm sorry, today's Thursday night football focus for tonight's game, the Seahawks and Jets. I'm not even going to do a Thursday. Uh, I'm not even going to do a Thursday night football focus because I-, I haven't been doing it justice. It's been hard for me to. To really do it and, and fill the shoes of, of, of our friend Chris Kalna. Uh, because I've wanted to talk about a lot more. I feel like I keep missing out on the discussion with Spanky when he does his biggest booms and his biggest busts. I and mean, I really miss out on that. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to do um, just a playoff weekend football focus and and do just a bigger... I'm, I think I'm going to do a bigger stardom or sit segment here, if that's okay, Spank. And some of the guys are playing tonight actually one guy I think two guys might be playing tonight and especially for the playoffs I mean I think you really you know want to focus on having these people in your lineups these are I think what I'm going to go through here are each position and uh, you know say you should be starting these guys this week all right this week week 17 you should be starting these guys and then I'm going to tell you some guys that I think you should sit uh, and there's some names on here, too, that I don't think you'll agree with, Spanky. So maybe we can discuss that. Um, waiver wire pickups. Again, if th- this late, there is not a lot out there uh, on the waiver wire except for, listen, you're going to love when I say this, Spanky, kickers and defenses. I mean, j- you just got done talking about the Cowboys defense. I guarantee there was a lot of people that went and picked them up just because of that matchup, uh, just like I did with the Philadelphia Eagles. Just like I'm doing with a kicker this week, you know, uh, I picked one up just because of the matchup. I've got three kickers on my team right now, you know, and there's a little bit of strategy that goes into that. When you're playing, if you're playing in the championship game, like I am playing in one this weekend, there's strategy, Spanky, don't you think, on trying to pick up some players just so your other opponent can't have those guys? Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. Congratulations, by the way, uh, for, for making it this far. It's, it is crazy. Sometimes you have to do it. People may say that's a elementary move or a, a jerk move or whatever, but it's to me it's strategy, and I've always played by that rule. If if I see something where I, I'm already in a good spot, so let's use the Cowboys defense, and you see another good matchup, well, Billy or whoever you're playing against may not see that. Well, I got the roster space. Now I know I don't need six quarterbacks, so I might as well drop a quarterback, and then that may open his eyes to something else. But the more that you can, I want to say, uh, nest egg or sit on your the as many available good matchups that you can, that's only part of 
the strategy, in my opinion. I don't blame you at all for doing it. Well, thank you very much. And yeah, I, I, I do feel good. That, again, I called it last week on the podcast. You know, uh, the person that I was playing last week in the playoffs, I really went off on him, and for for good reason. Uh, you know, he he sh- again showed his true colors again, where his mouth popped off uh, the last two weeks of the season because he was doing better and he made the playoffs. And then when he got, sh- I think I set a record for this year for for beating the, the tatar out of somebody. Embar- I mean, literally embarrassing them. And then he goes quiet again. So again, true colors are shown by the, the, the weak, fancy football owners in your leagues. And I'm glad it was me that did it to them. 176 to 117. Embarrassing. And again. Kind of letting the spank box out of the uh, box. Crickets. <laughs> really? Oh, my gosh. I love how you and I are on the same page. So, Hope I don't think we're going to be on the same page with some of these uh, players that I have sitting this week. Okay, so we're going to do a longer version of the Stardom or Sitem. We're going to get to Spanky's booms and busts. There might be some uh, players on this, and 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 I, I you know I hope I'm not spoiling your boom or bust by doing this. Um, but maybe if I say a name and he's on your boom or bust list, Spanky, maybe just check that off, and and then uh, you know we'll just make this a big combine because I think this this is the championship weekend. I was looking at ESPN, Yahoo, and CBS Sportsline. 80%, 80% of fantasy football leagues have their Super Bowl this weekend. That's a lot. So this is a big week. And it's really scary. I mean, really scary that, you know, there's a lot of COVID crap that's going on, you know. And I had that going on last week. And to still beat that chump with nobody on my team, I mean, that makes it even worse for him. Anyway, embarrassing. So you call you call him chump. Why don't you just call him fella? <laughs> just call him fella and put the, put your finger in his chest already. So here is my start of the week. If you've got this player on your team, you can expect big things from him. I think Matthew Stafford. Uh, you know, he might have cost you guys maybe a couple of fantasy championships uh, the last two weeks. Not really doing that well, but against the number three uh, defense in fantasy points, I mean, I think he's going to blow up against the Baltimore Ravens. I think Matthew Stafford is the start of the week, so we'll stick with quarterbacks. Um, I've got these players right here you should definitely start in your in your playoffs if you have them. Uh, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, and Russell Wilson. I think you start all three of those. And I know we've bashed Russell Wilson hard. Um, it, it could be his last home game as a starter in Seattle. It's 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 a possibility. And I bet he goes out with a, with a quality performance against the, the Lions. Detroit hasn't allowed a quarterback to score more than 19 points in three games in a row, but Wilson has scored at least 20 fantasy points in four of his past five games, including two in a row at home. Now, he's worth trusting, I think, uh, if you need a starter, if you're if you're that team that made it to the postseason or the championship game without a stud quarterback, I think Russell Wilson might be that guy. Uh, Joe Burrow, do I think he goes for 500 yards again and 25,000 touchdowns? no. But I, I think that you know the Chiefs have allowed 26 fancy points uh, to some quarterbacks back to back games, and, and so I think that's a good matchup too. Um, players that you want to sit at the quarterback position, I think Derek Carr, Ryan Tannenhill, and Tua Tagovailoa. Uh, Tag I had his name earlier. Tag Tagovailoa. Tagovailoa. I don't know. No, no. Tagovailoa. Whatever. Just Tua. Hey, right? Honestly, though. But honestly, if you're in the playoffs, you're not starting those three anyway. Why wouldn't you if start if Joe you're Burrow? In the Super Bowl? Oh, I'm talking about the other the Tua and Ryan Tannehill, and who was your, your Derek Carr? The first one you named. Yeah, you're not starting those. If you're in a, if you're in the Super Bowl, you're not starting those three anyway. 
Um, at running back, these are three players that I think you should start, um, especially after last week and, and the momentum moving forward. Chase Edmonds at running back. Ronald Jones. You know, we were all over Ronald Jones last week on the podcast. And I think it was you that said, that, you know, you, did, did you start him? Or were you? did you have him in a league and you're like, I don't know, but he could be the big guy or something? I had Leonard Fournette and I chose not to pick up Ronald Jones. He was on the boom week last week, a boom list last week, because basically somebody had to get the ball. However... Uh, what was it, uh, Jones, their other guy, he broke off the other one, and it's just like, hold on now, what what's going on here? But but Ronald was on the flex list. I chose not to get him because uh, there was somebody else that I that I, I grabbed in the other league that I needed to grab to keep from the other person to get. Right, well, Fournette looks like he's out, and, and Jones is going to be the guy. So uh, expect workhorse numbers from that guy. And then Damian Harris, um I don't. It doesn't. I, this Ramon Dre Stevenson looks like a game time decision because of the COVID thing. It looks like Damian Harris again is going to be the workhorse uh, at New England. Uh, running backs that I think you still might want to look at starting, and these guys I think are running back twos. I think these guys are running back twos. Spanky Jeff Wilson. Um, you know he's got a chance with Mitchell still not looking good. Um, he's got a chance to be a big time performer. Uh, in this game against the Falcons, uh, I like him a lot. Uh, running back two, I think Rashad Penny. I think you you were on Rashad Penny again last week, and uh, you know not didn't do too bad. But um, you know he he had a standout performance. I, I think if he's in a PPR league, you start Rashad Penny, and you, you you're happy with that at running back two. And then uh, Javante Williams. You know Williams and Melvin Gordon, uh, they both struggled. You know last week, which is concerning because Drew Locke started. <laughs> Off, uh, you know, for the Teddy Bridgewater concussion. Anyway, uh, I, I like Javante Williams this week, though, um, in this matchup against the Chargers. So uh, they they just allow the Chargers have allowed a lot of rushing yards, and Javante Williams, I think, can get it done. Spanky thoughts? I agree with that. Where and was John Williams? Real quick, just where does he go next year in your in your draft? No idea. I mean, I would. Th- I, I, he, that's tough to say because of the running back position and how it's going to be so jacked up, I think, next year. And people, I think, finally are going to be scared of drafting certain running backs so high. So I think Javante Williams, I think he goes up even higher. I think maybe round two. I believe, I believe, um, oh, what, now his name's Melvin Gordon. I believe he's in his last year, so that's going to open up a spot. Just my thoughts. No, I agree with that. I, I think Javante Williams, if you have him, you're starting him. Uh, I tried to get him early in the season uh, or middle of the season in, in a trade, and it wouldn't work out. But, yeah, I agree with all that. All right. And then running backs, I think you should sit. And, and you know, we've we've actually said – I know I have said this a couple of times the past couple of weeks. Deontay Foreman, uh, you should get him in your lineup. I don't like him this week. I really don't. Uh, Foreman's done a great job in helping managers over the past four games. Uh, He's either had a touchdown or 100 yards in each of his past four outings. He scored at least 13 PPR points in two of those games, but he struggled last week against the 49ers with just nine carries and 17 yards and a touchdown. He had zero targets. Jeremy Nichols and Dontre Hilliard uh, shared touches with Foreman. This is a brutal matchup against Miami, and who would have ever thought we'd say that? A brutal matchup against Miami. The Dolphins having a lot of running back to score a touchdown, Spanky, since week seven. Can you believe that? Yeah, Alvin Kamara put, faced Miami last week, and look what happened. 
Yep, Devontae Freeman, I think, is another running back you want to stay away from. And then Duke Johnson. Uh, it's a good idea to avoid all Dolphin running backs in Week 17 since jo- Johnson, Gaskin, and Lindsey are, are part of this committee now. And in Week 16 at New Orleans, Johnson only had 13 carries. And it doesn't look like he's going to get any more than that, especially uh, going up against the uh, who they play, the Titans this week. Um, Michael Carter, also another running back I think you might want to stay away from because you know Carter's that guy. I think it's a trap play. I think he was great in Week 16 against Jacksonville. 16 carries, 118, along with two catches for 16 on three targets. Now, he, he looked back to himself after missing three outings with an ankle injury in 12 and 14, and it would be great if he has another quality performance in Week 17 against the Bucks. but I would only use him if you really need him in a flex spot against the Buccaneers because Tampa Bay hasn't allowed a running back to score a touchdown also in three games. And the Bucks are number seven in fewest fantasy points allowed to running backs this season. So just be aware of that. Uh, wide receivers, I think you're starting all these guys right here, uh, especially you know names that you might not have been starting all season. My boy Amon Ross St. Brown Spank came through big. I think he does it again. I hope, and I, you know he's on. I hope he comes through big. I need a big week from him in week seventeen. Um, you know, with with DeAndre Swift expected to play, I think this actually helps him a little bit with with Jared Goff returning as well. Uh, you know, it, I like a big game out of Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, Tyler Lockett, I think you start. Odell Beckham Jr. I think you start uh, Beckham and Van Jefferson are both in play this week at Baltimore as com- complimentary options for for Cooper Cup. And, you know, Cup will get his production against the Ravens secondary. I talked about it earlier. Matthew Stafford's the start of the week. But I think a lot of receivers get a lot of uh, food, if you will, from from Stafford uh, this, this week. Uh, Christian Kirk from Arizona. Two games since Hopkins went on injured reserve. Kirk has 21 targets. For 16 catches. I hate that I did not have him, uh, you know, as soon as the Hopkins drama started. And based on on two games without Hopkins, Kirk should see at least nine targets in this matchup. And also at Minnesota, K.J. Osborne, you got to start him. Osborne should be considered a, a, a borderline wide receiver, too, especially in leagues with Adam Thielen uh, being out. Um, I like Osborne a lot. Uh, this could be a big week for him uh, in prime time. Thoughts on those uh, starts, Spank? You had me. I think you threw me off here. We don't have a Thursday game this week. There's no Seahawks and Jets. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm looking at the schedule. That's why I'm sitting here looking up. Because I was listening to what you're saying. I was thinking about Carter. And I was looking. I was like, wait a minute. There's no Seahawks and Jets. Well, maybe that's why I didn't do a Thursday Thursday. night football focus. (laughs) There you go. That's why I didn't do it. (laughs) You threw me off there. I'm sitting there. I'm thinking, man, I. I know we do like four hours, from like two a.m. to six a.m. show prep for this thing. <laughs> and I was like, did, did we miss that or something? But, yeah, I don't. You know. even, I don't even want to take a picture of my the papers I have sitting in front of me right now. It's way too much. So yeah, what do you like about those starts though, or what you don't like? I, I like them all. Here's something that it just jumps out at me real quick, and I lo- no, I based my boomer bust list off of. Uh, a lot that that people have that are are playing in championship games this week, and one thing that that just jumps out at me, and I want to go to his team real quick and and just look it up. But Najee Harris, a lot of people have rode this him all season long, and I'll just jump fast forward to to him on my bus list because news just came out, I believe, early this morning that Ben Roethlisberger has told a lot of his friends, "Hey, get to this game. This might be." 
the Big Ben show and a little bit of, of Najee Harris. So a lot of these guys have counted on him, even though the last few weeks have kind of been kind of hideous. I don't know if you want to call it the rookie wall or whatnot, <laughs> but 13 points and then three points the following or the previous week. But it's just something I was thinking about as you were going through that. And, and Najee Harris plays the Browns defense that's given up the 10th fewest points to running backs this season. So the rookie wall kind of goes into place there. But I just wanted to throw that out there before I lost that thought. But that's how I based a lot of my stuff on this week. Awesome. Well, uh, some wide receivers that I think that, that uh, you should maybe consider sitting. Uh, one of them is somebody that I think you've been banking on the the past few weeks now. Uh, one of them, Terry McLaurin from Washington. I think it's McLaurin's going to be one of the favorite bounce-back candidates in, in 2022. Um, but I don't think you should start him in Week 17 against the Eagles. McLaurin had two catches for 51 on four targets in Week 15, and now he's gone five games in a row with just nine PPR points. And uh, with with a likely matchup uh, with a pretty good secondary, McLaurin, I think, is a risky starter, even at flex. So I'd be careful with that. And then also Chase Claypool, man. You know, posted another disappointing stat line last week in Kansas City. Only had four catches for 41. Um, just he's worth using, I think, maybe as a flex, especially in this Pittsburgh game where where, where uh, Roethlisberger's going off saying, hey, it's going to be the Ben Roethlisberger show. But I don't know if you start Chase Claypool. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, another name that I think you might have in your lineup because, hey, you, he's he's done pretty well. Uh, I think Ayuk is, is just a, maybe a flex wide receiver this week. And then I think Marquise Brown for Baltimore. I hate to say it, man, but Baltimore's offense just – it's just – we've – I. I don't know, okay. man. It's not good. Broken. You, you you talked about it earlier about it being broken, a broken offense. But I think I see. I think you need to let all six of our listeners know what you're doing here. So you brought up two players <laughs> that are on your opposing uh, uh, person that you're playing this week. You brought up Stafford and kind of patted his hair and told him how good looking he was. Well, you're facing Stafford this week in your championship round. You're also <laughs> facing Terry McLaurin. So I see what you're doing here. It's a, like an Adam Sandler movie. I kind of see what you're doing here, and I kind of don't like it, but I, I like it, but that's the movie line. But the reverse psychology, I dig it, all right? Thank you. Thank you very much. And I, and I hope he listens this week, actually, the guy that I'm playing in the playoffs. Um, tight ends, guys. Uh, it's been shocking, the, the points that have been coming out of some of these tight ends lately, like, Dalton Schultz, uh, Dawson Knox, Gerald Everett. Those three tight ends, I think, Spanky, right now, I might start all three of those tight ends over those three wide receivers that I said sit in a flex spot. I would start Dalton Schultz over Parker, McLaurin, and Claypool. I would start Dawson Knox over those three wide receivers, and I would start Gerald Everett. I mean, he's become a must-start, right? And you, yeah, and you could have started Dawson Knox if you would have taken him in a trade that I tried to offer you <laughs> earlier in the season. But we started off this this whole journey of the podcast starting with with tight ends and how thin it was and how ridiculous it was for people to have to start tight ends. I think next year you're kind of looking at it a little bit different. There's a lot more depth there for people to build their team around, and you don't have to worry about getting the Travis Kelsey, the Mark, you know, the Andrew early on. There's a few more that you can have at your disposal, especially what Buffalo is doing and Knox is doing. It's crazy. I mean, that's that Buffalo offense. I mean, holy cow! I, I mean, I don't. 
I think the only thing that gets in their way is, is maybe themselves. I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, no, you're right. You're right. Even even when they're, you know, even when they're, what's the word I'm looking for here? Even when they're not running their offense as well as they should, or maybe they're, the, the plays aren't work, they still seem to make something happen and make something work just because I think, you know, from, from Josh Allen to Diggs to Knox, they just, they're all playmakers. You know, Spank, unlike the Baltimore Ravens, who you know they have th- these players? They're they're not playmakers right now. Yeah, I, I agree with it. It's a fun offense to watch. I agree. All right, man. So those are my stardom sitems for Week 17 going into the playoffs. And Spanky's going to get maybe a little more in depth with some booms and busts this week. I really think you should pay attention to his bust list because Spanky's been pretty good on these bust lists. Um, the last couple, I think, the last couple of weeks we found our mojo, man. On, on on calling out some of these players. We've 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 landed on some calls more than we've missed. And I think we should pat ourselves on our on our big backs right now. So let's get to uh Spanky's booms and busts for week seventeen playoff time. Well, uh, hold on a second, I'm gonna make that note here for contract time. He was right sometimes, but No, you were right more now. than wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would <laughs> I'm making sure my notes are right. <laughs> no, hey, like I said earlier, and, and it, it's not, you know, too in-depth, but it's just common sense to me. This is just gut feeling. You know, we've done this all season long uh, with the boomer bus, but I kind of based it on uh, when I sat down at 2 a.m. to do my uh, uh, work. I just sit there and think, if I had these players, what, what, how would I comfortable would I feel if I'm playing in a championship this weekend? So my boom quarterback, we kind of touched on it already. Josh Allen at home versus Atlanta. I mean, it faces a Falcons defense ranked 29th versus the pass. 29th. That's not good. I'm smiling. I think it's a – I know you are. <laughs> and it, 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 it's a big game for Allen, barring anything to wear, knock on wood, knock on plastic, knock on, you know, whatever. They get too big of a lead. But by that time, you're probably going to already have your points. But I think Josh – it's another big week for Josh Allen. Give me, give me, a, give me a point total, Spanky, for from this game. What do you think he puts up? Uh, in honor of uh, Walter Payton, let's go thirty-four points. <laughs> I love it. All right, who's your uh, boom running back for this week? Boom running back. It kind of you brought up uh, Joe Burrow earlier. I think it's going to go through Joe Mixon because they're going to want to keep Kansas. They're at home versus Kansas City. I think they're going to going to want to keep the Chiefs' offense off the field. But the Chiefs' defense gives up the 12th most fantasy points to running backs. Maybe, just maybe, the Bengals run heavy to keep the Chiefs' offense on the sideline, keep Mahomes on the sideline, keep all the ammunition that they have. That way, the Bengals have a chance in this game. But I, just a hunch, like I always say, you know, I think it's a big Joe Mixon game. Yeah, I like that pick. I like it a lot. Who's your boom at wide receiver? I even think Sam Perrine for Cincinnati might be a sleeper. You know, because I think you're right. You know, they want to use these backs and keep them off the field. Who's your uh, boom wide receiver? Uh, some guy that nobody's ever heard of, Cooper Cup. I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. It's going against Baltimore. You brought up the offense, uh, you know, the uh, the Rams offense earlier. So, Cooper Cup, he's a stud all season long. Why stop now? Ra- Ravens defense giving up the eighth most fantasy points to wide receivers in the past five weeks. That's not the way you want to go through your, your uh, playoff stretch leading to the playoffs. So Cooper Cup, nobody can stop him. They only can hope to contain him. 
Well, I mean, Cooper Cup ain't no T. Higgins. I'm just saying that right now. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, let's get to your boom flex. I can't argue with that. I can't argue with that. <laughs> Who's you your – I, I, Go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I can't – you're right. I can't I mean, that's why Jamar Chase, if, if, if I go back to last week's notes, I had a bus for Jamar Chase. I mean, he – you talk about a rookie wall. I mean, he hit it. I mean, it slapped him in the forehead. He, you know, he – he was on the bus. I'm surprised I didn't put him on the bus week, but I'm still kind of mad at him. But it is what it is. Who's your flex boom for this week? Flex boom can't go wrong with Devontae Adams at home versus Minnesota. Had one of his best games versus Minnesota week 11. Uh, Sunday night game at home, prime time. Okay, I'll take it. I agree. I like that. All right, let's go to our bus now for week number 17. If you have any of these players, you might want to consider starting somebody else. Who's your big bust at quarterback this week? I know it seems like a long shot, but if I was in a championship game this weekend and I had Tom Brady at the Jets, it's just a gut feeling. For some reason, I wouldn't feel 100% comfortable with that. Outside of all the injuries going around with the offense, I just don't feel good with him. At, you never know, And he's no stranger to crazy weather, but just Tampa, the offense, down the road, we don't know what the weather's like in New York, but I don't like Tom Brady versus Jets this week. Well, call me, me crazy, call me an idiot. But no, that's my not calling you crazy at all. It's, it makes sense, but let me ask you this: Do you start Joe Burrow over Tom Brady? Yes. Yeah, I think you do too. I really, really do. I just think... because, and I know it goes against everything that I just said with Mixon. Just in case, what everything that happened last week rolls over to an additional week and then you're in a shootout situation to where you're firing back and forth. That's why I would like that. So if I, that's a good uh, choice to have, but I, I would probably bench the veteran and, and for, uh, for Burrow, the grizzly old vet. For yep. Burrow. Who's, who's your busted running back? I uh, went over it earlier. Najee Harris. I just, I think he's another one's kind of hit the wall. He's led a lot of teams. And kept them alive in the standings for a long time, but I think this week it's just it's just a bad matchup. Even though he is at home with the big Big Ben news coming out, maybe it's a dink and dunk show. But I know if I was Big Ben and this was my last hoorah, then I'd be wanting to try to fire the ball down the field as much as possible and go out with a bang. I hope Again, he does. Maybe it's a hunch, but. I hope Johnson uh, doesn't drop any balls this week. Um, all right, who's your busted wide receiver? Please don't say Johnson. <laughs> Well, no, actually, C.D. Lamb at home. He's kind of been a bit of a bit of disappointment, and I had him in the league. Thankfully, I didn't need all the points but uh, in the league I won, but I thought for sure last week would be a big week for Lamb. Uh, since the bye week, though, in week seven, Lamb has had only four, and I say only, four double-digit week for owners. I don't think – I think you, when you look at a wide receiver one, I think you expect a little bit more out of that, but – Something's going on with Lamb, and, and obviously Dak came alive here last week, I believe it was. But uh, I don't like Lamb this week, even though it's at home versus a Cardinals defense. I think it's a tough one. Do you start Jalen Waddle over CeeDee Lamb? It's very difficult to bench CeeDee Lamb, so I would have to look at what other options I have if I can get them both in my lineup. But it's here's here here's I your think wide you would receiver. Lower your expectations. Here are your wide receiver. You can only start three out of these four. All right. Antonio Brown, Deontay Johnson, 
Jamar Chase, CeeDee Lamb. Who are you starting out of those four? Probably Johnson. I don't want any part of Antonio Brown, so let's just take that out of the equation. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. Versus the Jets. Again, it just goes with we don't know what – I mean, it's a weather game. I, I, I look for a run-heavy Tampa game that this weekend. All right. Who's your uh, flex bust this week? Antonio Gibson, I swear I will never draft you again. <laughs> if I do, I hope somebody lights my foot on fire. Um, you are not welcome at any of my cookouts. But he did have 15 points versus the Eagles defense. But the whole thing, I had to bench him in a league because I, I didn't know what was going on with the toe issue. And I believe that was, what, the Sunday night game last week? Yeah. I, I didn't I didn't know. You know, I'm not going to roll the dice, and I didn't have the luxury of, of being able to swap out, you know, another player. So I just mainly just because I'm still mad at myself for taking Antonio Gibson and passing on the Najee Harris's, the, uh, the other running backs that I could have had in the first round. I drafted him as my number one in the 10th position as my number one pick, and still made the playoffs. Funny fact for myself, which I find amusing, which I'm not as mad at myself as I once was, you were the only person that would have beat me if I wouldn't have stunk it up in the very first round of the playoffs. (laughs) I would have beat anybody else but yourself, so we could have been facing off this week (laughs) in the Super Bowl. I'm glad who I am facing off with in the Super Bowl this week. I'm going to give Mike Herb a shout out right now. Someone that's been a part of our league since day one, right? I mean, he's been, you know, I I, I know I sat a couple of years out. I think he's been around. He, hasn't he been around since day one? Yeah, he he's that guy that. Uh, hey, I'm a, I'm I'm not I'm not coming back next year. You know, I I can't. I know. Hey, when's the draft? Okay, well, I might be able to make. You know, <laughs> he's he's one of those wishy washies. But yeah, Herb is. When it comes to the uh, strategic, he thinks out things. I mean, he sometimes I, I wondered because he was the villain. Now that we're letting the cat out of the bag, he was the villain that uh, uh, snaked Mr. Jackson from you when your guy went down, Austin Eckler, and he kept him on his bench with and his twenty or thirty some odd points that he had, and he barely won. Yeah. So to advance, so that was luckily, and I was ready. I had shots ready to fire at him. Oh yeah, why you would why you would take him and not play that play Jackson in that in the San Diego game? So oh, I fired the, the shots. LA no, I, I fired the shots at him, and we had a long conversation about it. And, and he was he was not happy. He was sweating it, and uh, rightfully so. So, guys, yeah. there you go, man. There's a lot of information for you. And again, don't forget, there, there's no uh, there's no football game on Thursday night this week. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it wouldn't be a podcast without Bonzi flubbing something up that bad. So, Spanky, this is your last spank box until we get to the uh, fantasy football playoff uh, podcast. So, uh, this is it, man. The week seventeen, and you've done seventeen spank box. Uh, you know, rants. I can't wait for this one. So, hey, don't be that guy. That, uh, you want to run your mouth? Hey, uh, sure. Uh, the uh, cream always rises to the top. And your team starts to do good, but then all of a sudden you go mute when all of a sudden you lay a turd. Hey, don't be that guy. Just if you take the good with the bad. It's okay to be upset. We all hate it, but we all keep coming back year after year. But don't run your mouth. And then all of a sudden forget where the volume button is and all of a sudden just kind of crawl away with your tail between your legs 
because it's just not going to end with hell if I'm being honest with you. Yeah, what? I, I sent out I sent out a text in our in our group, uh, and it was a uh, you know we'll keep it clean for the for the six listeners, you know of, of enhancing foreign communications, you know the bird, you know, and basically that was his uh, comment after. Uh, I don't think anything has been said from that gentleman since you destroyed him. No. Don't be that guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, nothing has been said to me or to the league. Maybe he said things to you know behind people's back, which is kind of how he runs his life. Is he's kind of he's that I talk behind people's back kind of guy, which you know I don't I don't have time for those people in my life. Um, just like I'm, I'm glad I put it into his his uh, his season last week in a big way, an embarrassing big big way. Um, thanks, Spanky, for, for, for saying that. I appreciate it. Good luck uh, to everyone listening who is in the postseason still and any Super Bowl matchup. Uh, hopefully, uh, when we when you hear from us back, in, uh, we're going to take a week off. Uh, you'll hear me uh, talking about a championship, and I want to congratulate my friend Spanky for winning uh, one of his big leagues. Uh, good job, buddy. And, uh, you know, hey, it's, it's another title we can put under the belt and, and brag about uh, that no one really cares about. Spanky Count will be happy. 